Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I have a few birthday shout-outs I'd like to send. Happy birthday to Sadie James, Isla, and Kamina, Honor, Rexina, Maya Marie, and Eliza. Sadie, Isla, Kamina, Honor, Rexina, Maya... Eliza, I hope you have the best birthday ever. Thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. And I would like to send some very special shout-outs to Eamon, Finola, Una, Kelly, Cecilia and Rebecca, Clara and James, Hanalore and Olin. Eamon, Finola, Una, Kelly, Cecilia, Rebecca, Clara, James, Hanalore, and Olin. Thank you all so much for listening to Girl Tales. It means so much to me. Grownups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. And now for an announcement. Today's episode is going to be our final episode of the season. We're going to take a few months off just to rest and enjoy the summer. We promise we will be thinking up new stories just for you, and we will be back so soon. 
As people around the world are vaccinated, I hope we can slowly get back to a new kind of normal and that it brings you so much joy. I plan on being outdoors, enjoying the summer, hugging loved ones, and laughing a lot. I promise the Girl Tales team and I will be dreaming of all the ways that we can make our stories in season four magical, empowering, and adventurous. But we won't be too far away. Grownups, on our break, our Patreon feed will remain active. I'll be creating another podcast, just like we did Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. There will be some activities sheets and a lot more. So if you're missing Girl Tales a lot during the break, please head on over to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. We cannot thank you enough for listening and for supporting and donating to Girl Tales. We would not be able to do this without your support. Thank you so, so much. Now on to our episode. This is The Surprise Party. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Well, I think it's pretty safe to assume you already know this friend, actually. Her name is Rebecca, and she is my wife. Today, I want to tell you about the time she saved the town of Freshwater, and in doing so was late to her own birthday party. Rebecca's birthday is always sort of a big deal in Freshwater, but not because she wants it to be. She is always so embarrassed and doesn't want us making a big stink about celebrating her. But everyone in Freshwater loves Rebecca. And so we always get together to throw a big party to celebrate her. This one year in particular, I had really gone all out. I love decorating and I had turned our backyard into a giant fairy grove. There were mushroom stools at mushroom tables. Cupid helped me make bouquets of wildflowers and put them everywhere that I could see. Our traveling friend returned to help us make stone soup to serve. All our firefly friends came and circled the backyard, bobbing up and down and turning the space into a sparkling wonderland. I was so sure Rebecca was going to love it as soon as she came home. See, every year, I find some errand to send Rebecca on on her birthday to keep her occupied while I decorate and our friends gather. We always hide and yell, surprise, even though it hasn't really been a surprise in years. Sometimes when you love someone, you sort of play along in order to make them happy. And Rebecca knew how much surprising her meant to me, even if it was her birthday. But this year, afternoon turned into evening and Rebecca hadn't returned home. Everyone at the party was starting to get worried. I wonder where she could be, said Rebecca's old theater teacher, Miss Katrina Van Tassel. I don't know, but I sure hope she's okay said friend, our neighbor made of sticks and mud. I tried to keep everyone feeling joyful and having fun. Oh, don't worry about Rebecca, I said. 
I'm sure she's just helping someone. But I was starting to get pretty worried myself. Earlier that day, Rebecca had been walking over to the lake. I had gotten Nessie to help create a diversion by telling Rebecca she had a sore throat. She's a dragon after all, so a sore throat for her is a particularly unpleasant experience. But after a few throat lozenges and a few buckets of herbal tea, she told Rebecca she was feeling much better. And so Rebecca wished her sweet dreams and began her short walk home. This short walk home brought her right past the freshwater dam, which was one of Rebecca's favorite spots in town. Freshwater is technically lower than Freshwater Lake, and so the Freshwater Dam was built years and years ago to make sure all the water stays put. Without the lake, it would overflow and flood the whole town. So this dam is very important. And because it's important, Rebecca always stops to thank the Freshwater Dam whenever she passes it. Thank you, Freshwater Dam. Rebecca began as she does. For keeping all the water in Freshwater Lake and for keeping my favorite town. But Rebecca stopped in the middle of her sentence. She spotted something in the dam right at her eye level. She saw a small trickle of water coming out of what appeared to be a tiny hole. That's odd, she thought, and she approached the trickle. As she got closer, the trinkle turned into more of a steady stream. Rebecca felt worried, and she heard a low grumble from behind the wall of the dam. The water was coming out of the hole faster and faster, and she could hear the pressure building in the lake. Rebecca was terrified. She knew if the dam burst, then the whole town would be flooded. All of her friends' houses and gardens would be completely ruined, maybe even underwater. But she looked around and there was no one in sight to help her. Help! She yelled. Help! I think the dam's going to burst! But for some reason, there was no one traveling past the dam that night. She couldn't see another soul from all the way up or down the path. Now, we both know that was because everyone was at Rebecca's birthday party waiting to surprise her. But at the moment, Rebecca was confused. She didn't know what to do, but she knew she had to do something. The rumble of the dam was growing louder and louder. And so without even thinking, Rebecca took her pinky finger and stuck it right into the hole. And just like that, the rumbling of the dam started to fade. The water stopped flowing out of the dam, and everything seemed to be all right. Phew, said Rebecca. That sure was close. For a moment, Rebecca felt relieved. But only for a moment, because shortly after, Rebecca began to realize that she was stuck. If she took her finger out of the dam, the water would start to flow again, and the dam would collapse. She looked left and right and began to feel very alone as night began to set in. Hello? She called out. Is anyone there? But not even the fireflies were around to hear her. They were in our backyard with me. Rebecca isn't one to lose her head in a stressful situation, though. And so, Rebecca waited and tried to find ways to keep herself occupied. 
She sang songs, but soon she had sung through every song she could think of. She played tic-tac-toe with herself in the sand, but playing tic-tac-toe by yourself isn't easy or very fun. She even practiced her tap dancing, but it just didn't sound right on the dirt path. Her fingers started to get very cold. She could feel the lake water getting chillier and chillier on the tips of her finger. And that chill began to spread. It traveled from her hand to her wrist, and from her wrist to her arm, and from her arm to her shoulder, until eventually her whole body felt chilly. She was shivering and tired. It could not understand why nobody had walked by. It's all right. I just need to wait until someone passes by, she said to herself. The dam seems stable. I don't think I'm in any real danger. Not as long as I can keep my pinky in this hole. I hope I don't have to be here all night. Meanwhile, back at the party, everyone began to realize something was wrong. Rebecca's been gone for four hours, 53 minutes, and 16 seconds now, said Tanya Time. Thank you, Tanya. I'm not sure the exact count will be necessary, I replied. But you're right. I'm starting to get worried. Let's take this case, said Shirley Holmes. What clues do we have? Well, I know she went up to the lake to help Nessie, I responded. Do you think she could have fallen in? No, no, Rebecca's an excellent swimmer. Lucky Duck chimed in, and she was right. Rebecca was an excellent swimmer. I'm just worried, I said. Una, will you and your unicorn Nikki take me up the path to the lake? Nikki can get there faster than anyone, I think. We have to find Rebecca. Una looked at me and nodded, and we hopped on Nikki's back and took off towards the dam. I held on tight, and we began to race up the path towards the lake. I held my breath, trying not to cry. I couldn't help but imagine the worst. Rebecca had to be okay. She just had to be. As Nikki ran, Rebecca struggled to keep the dam plugged. Her whole body was freezing. She felt like she had to give in in any minute. Let go, Rebecca, Rebecca thought. She heard the water whisper to her. I'm too great. You can't contain me. You might be right, Rebecca thought. I am so tired and so cold. I don't think I can plug this hole up any longer. Let go, Rebecca. But as Rebecca started to wiggle her finger free, she thought back to all her friends down in freshwater. She thought about Humpty Dumpty and Sasquatch, Franny K. Stein and Princess Cordelia, and Shelby and Catskills Cunningham, Pip Van Winkle and Sasha the Goat. They were all depending on her. She couldn't imagine life without her perfect little town of freshwater. And thinking about all her friends was just what she needed. It gave her the strength to straighten up and keep her pinky in the dam for just a little bit longer. No, she said. I won't let go. I am brave and I am strong and I will keep this dam intact. 
And just as she said those words, she felt the ground thump and heard a familiar voice traveling across the wind. Rebecca, I yelled. Rebecca, we're coming. In no time at all, Nikki had bound up on the hill and found Rebecca at the dam. I fashioned a new plug out of stone and some sticks and mud. And Rebecca finally took her finger out of the dam with a big sigh of relief. Where has everyone been? Oh, I'm so glad you're all okay, Rebecca said. Everyone from the party had followed us up the hill and were arriving one by one. Tanya Time and Shirley Holmes arrived and Humpty and Shelby Ann too. Everyone looked so relieved to see Rebecca was all right. And she was so happy to see them too. Her old friend Una gave her a mischievous look. Hey, Rebecca, what's the holdup? Una said. We had a whole party set up for you down there. Oh, it's nothing, said Rebecca through a smile. Just had to fix a leak. And with that, I hugged Rebecca so tight, tighter than I maybe ever had before. You are my hero, I told Rebecca. I love you, Rebecca. Oh, and the rest of the party was great, in case you were wondering. Holly was an excellent DJ, and we laughed and danced all night. Next year, how about you all let me stick around and help you decorate? She said with a smile. And we laughed and laughed and laughed. And that is the story of how Rebecca saved fresh water. She's a little too modest to tell it herself, but that's why I'm here to tell it for her. Because I'm so proud of her. And I want everyone to know that your friend, Rebecca, is a hero. That was The Surprise Party. Written and produced by Chad Shanai. Performed by Rama Orleans Lindsay. Executive produced and performed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe you and I believe in you. Remember